welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy Podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist with a passion for gut health and real food. I'm here to share my take on nutrition and health, answer your questions and chat with leading health and wellness experts and all-round inspiring humans. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, frandargaville. Hello there, friend. In this episode, I'm giving you my top tips for surviving a healing protocol. I've worked with hundreds of clients over the years. We've done lots of different healing protocols like gut healing protocols, obviously, hormone balancing detoxes, parasite or candida protocols, basically things that involve dietary changes, lifestyle changes, and often supplement protocols as well. Now, I know this isn't easy. I know just how challenging it can be. I've also done a whole lot of healing protocols myself over the years while I was working on overcoming chronic fatigue and gut issues. And I still do them every now and again as I'm working towards optimal health. So whether you're about to start a gut healing protocol or some other healing protocol, or even just making diet and lifestyle shifts, this episode is for you. Now, let's walk through these nine key lessons for you to understand so that you can survive and thrive on your healing protocol. Lesson number one, this isn't forever. I know it can feel like your whole world is turned upside down when you first start a healing protocol, but it's really important to remember that it's not forever. You're committing to making changes for a period of time to help you heal or get a certain result. Think about this. If you're constantly struggling with gut symptoms every single day, or you've been exhausted for the past few years, or maybe even decades, wouldn't it be worth investing just a few months of your life in helping you get to a place where you can enjoy all your favorite foods again and just feel good every day? I reckon it probably would be. So, question for you. Where will you be in one year if you don't commit to this process? And where will you be in a year if you do commit to this process? Probably a big difference, right? So see this as an investment. In the short term, it might be a bit challenging. You might be a little bit uncomfortable at times. But in the long term, you're going to be so glad you did this protocol for yourself. Lesson number two. The more committed you are, the better your results. Your commitment really matters. Now, I'm not going to say you have to be perfect because in my experience, most people slip up at least once during a protocol and that's usually okay. But if you really just dip your toes in, forget to take your supplements all the time and don't put in a lot of effort with your food, then don't be surprised if you don't get results. As I mentioned before, your protocol is just for a short period of time. Committing means you're giving yourself the best possible chance of healing. You got this. Lesson number three is to focus on what you can have, not what you can't. The first thing so many people do when they get a healing protocol is look at what they have to give up. Maybe it's gluten or alcohol or something else. Whatever protocol you're on, I can guarantee that there are awesome foods you can have. And yes, maybe you have to give up alcohol or your regular pizza for a few months But imagine how incredible you're going to feel in just a few months' time. 
A positive attitude gets you a long way in a healing journey. I honestly think my optimism played a huge part in my healing. I just knew I would get better and I believed it would happen. So I showed up and took the actions that would get me there. There are going to be times in your protocol where you might feel like you're missing out a little bit. Just observe your thoughts around this and focus on gratitude and what you can have instead. Now let's move on to some of the more practical steps or lessons. Lesson number four, and this is a big one. Get the people around you on board. Something that can be a huge challenge for my clients when doing a healing protocol is partners, family members, or friends. Sometimes they don't understand why you're doing what you're doing. Sometimes they literally don't understand the nuts and bolts of your protocol. For example, they might not understand which foods contain gluten and which don't. They might just say that a little bit is okay, a little bit of alcohol or a little bit of bread or whatever it is. It might feel like they're trying to sabotage you. And some people can also feel a bit uncomfortable when you take your health seriously. Maybe because it's something they wish they could do for themselves, but they just don't have the motivation. So with all of that being said, with anyone in your household or who you'll be sharing meals with, sit down and explain what you're doing, why you're doing it, and why it's important to you. If you're going to dinner at someone else's house or someone else will be cooking for you, you'll need to explain your dietary requirements so they understand. And if that's a bit complicated, you can always offer to bring your own food. Maybe something that everyone can enjoy or even eat beforehand if that's going to work best for you. The next lesson is to get organized. First up, take some time to think about what's involved in your protocol. Do you have any specific dietary recommendations as part of your protocol? Will you be taking supplements? Do you need to drink more water or move your body every day? What can you put in place to make these things happen? If you're busy, as I know most of us are, I highly recommend planning and prepping your meals. It's so much easier to make a good food choice if you have your nutrient-dense meals in the fridge ready to go. It'll help prevent you from those last-minute Uber Eats orders. If you haven't meal prepped before, here's how I suggest getting started. You can sit down on a Saturday morning with a cup of coffee or tea and plan for the following week. You can then go shopping on Saturday and prep your meals on a Sunday, or you can do it all on a Sunday. You might prep for the whole week or just do a few days at a time. Sunday and Wednesday meal prep seems to work really well for a lot of people. Just experiment with the whole meal prep process and see what works for you. Supplements are another tricky one for a lot of people. It might feel a little bit over the top, but I highly recommend getting some pill organizers. You can find these in a chemist or you can buy them online. This way you can plan out your supplements for the week ahead. It's so much easier than lugging around all of your supplement bottles and having to remember how much of everything you need and when. You might like to set a reminder in your phone when it's time to take your supplements, at least until you get into the habit of taking them regularly. All of this might feel like a lot, but taking some time to get organized will mean that you're doing all of the things you need to do on autopilot. And that's really going to set you up for epic results in your protocol and healthy habits ongoing as well. Lesson number six is to find healthy swaps for your favorites and have fun in the kitchen. 
Would you believe me if I said you can still eat your favorite foods during your healing protocol? Probably not, right? Now, I'm not saying you can go and just eat your regular old pizza and ice cream every night, but I guarantee you, you can find healthy swaps for pretty much anything these days. I've found the most awesome recipes online. You can just Google your favorite food, say pizza and autoimmune protocol or pizza and low FODMAP, and you'll most likely find a bunch of awesome options. I do like to look at the reviews on recipes because I've had a few flops before. Let's just say that my first cauliflower pizza base did not go well. So give this a go. Get on Google. Try and find some recipes that actually excite you so you can have fun in the kitchen and find foods to eat that you enjoy. This part was actually really important for me on my healing journey because I love food and I love cooking and I love baking and all of that. So it really, really helped me to find food that I actually wanted to eat. This is also really helpful if you have a celebration of some sort during your protocol. I've had the most incredible gluten-free, dairy-free, whole foods, cakes and desserts. So you can definitely incorporate delicious things like that while you're on your protocol as well. And you might even find healthy pre-made swaps that work with your protocol, like quality gluten-free bread or pasta if you're gluten-free or coconut yogurt if you're dairy-free and that sort of thing. Just have fun with it. Have fun in the kitchen and have fun browsing the aisle of your local health food shop as well. Lesson number seven is to find cafes or restaurants that will cater to your needs. Cafes and restaurants are usually really happy to cater to dietary requirements. Have a look online at reviews and restaurants' websites, and you can also call a restaurant ahead of time to check that they have options that you can eat. These days, there are more and more Whole Foods cafes and restaurants with loads of options for you on the menu, which can also make it really easy as well. If you're not going to a Whole Foods restaurant, most menus have some form of protein or veg like fish or steak with salad or veggies. It may not be the exact thing you want to order, but you get to have the experience of dining out and just enjoy it. Remember, this isn't forever. At a cafe, I find it really easy to just order from the sides menu. For example, you could order a protein, a fat and some veggies. So eggs, avo and mushrooms or bacon, tomatoes and spinach. If you're going somewhere with friends and family, You can also let them know that you're on this healing protocol and offer to help choose a venue as well. Lesson number eight, don't rely on motivation to see you through. Now, your protocol may be four weeks or 12 weeks, or it could be longer or shorter than that. But however long your protocol is, the reality is that you're not going to wake up super motivated every single day. If you rely on motivation, well, you're going to end up falling off the wagon. Instead, rely on discipline and commitment and just stick with it. Every day when you wake up, remember why you're doing this. Think about how you're going to feel at the end of the protocol. And if you're struggling with motivation, reach out to someone, a friend, your partner, a family member or your practitioner. Sometimes just chatting through things can really help you get back on track. Lesson number nine. Time it right, but realize that there is no perfect time. Pretty much every time I've done a protocol, there has been some sort of major event on, like a friend's wedding, a holiday, or a birthday, or something like that. And obviously that's not ideal. 
But here's the thing. There is never going to be a perfect time. If you wait for the perfect time to do your protocol, it'll never happen. So, of course, if it's your own wedding or you're going on a month-long hike carrying all your own supplies, it may genuinely not be the right time. It's totally fine to be realistic about that. But if it's just the usual life things that you're allowing to get in your way, then maybe now is the time for you to get started after all. If you're working with a practitioner, you can always discuss this with them to help you navigate anything coming up so you can get the most out of the protocol and still do the things coming up on your calendar. Now, let's recap these nine key steps or lessons to help you survive and thrive on a healing protocol. Number one, this isn't forever. It's just for a period of time to help you get to where you want to go. Number two, The more committed you are, the better your results. Number three, focus on what you can have, not on what you can't. Be positive. Number four, get the people around you on board. Number five, get organized. Meal plan, meal prep, lay out your supplements. Number six, find healthy swaps for your favorite foods and have fun in the kitchen. Number seven, Find cafes or restaurants that will cater to your needs. Number eight, don't rely on motivation to see you through. Rely on discipline and commitment instead. And number nine, time it right, but realize that there is no perfect time. Now, if you're about to embark on a healing journey, I know it isn't easy, but I just want to let you know that you got this. It is so worthwhile as someone who has done many of these healing protocols before and you'll be so glad you made this commitment to your health and to yourself. If you're enjoying the podcast, I have a massive favor to ask. I would be absolutely stoked if you left me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. I absolutely love reading your reviews and it really inspires me to keep on going because let's be honest, sometimes podcasting can just feel like you're speaking to no one. It's a one-way conversation. So thanks in advance for that and I hope you have an awesome day. Bye. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to chat with me about how we can work together to reach your health goals, head to frandargaville.com. To connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me via my handle at frandargaville. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.